my top five podcasters, Chris, 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 Chris Lambert, and probably myself, but this ain't about that. The mundane festival is where you at. If you've been tapped in, you know what's up. If you're a first-timer, hey, welcome to the club. The cost of admission is simply a subscription. Then rating and reviewing it wherever you listen. Don't worry about change-ups. The cast won't break up. Even with that million-dollar contract, show up. A stand-up guy who's a stand-up comedian with a stance on everything from food to media. So welcome to the show. Please take your seat. Let's find out what he's got in store this week. Who, me? I'm Don. Will you open the act? Thanks for coming out. Please clap. The Mundane Festival with your host, Chris Lambert. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Mundane Festival podcast. I'm your host, Chris Lamberth, recording this episode on Sunday, July 9th, 2023. Remember, as always, you can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listing apparatus. If you're really into this thing, you know, like it, give it five stars wherever you listen. And it makes me feel good about myself and most of the life decisions that I've made so far. You can email the show at mundanefestivalpod at gmail.com. That would be good. That would be good too. Um, what else? If you're really into this show, if you really want to go steady with this podcast, go to patreon.com slash mundane festival. Subscribe. It's three bucks a month for hours and hours and hours of bonus content. This is episode 659. My apologies to those of you who like to get this show at 1201. It's a little late today, but it's late for a reason. One of your faves. You had one of your faves on Patreon. Now you have one of your faves on the main feed. You know him. You love him. One of the best comedians in New York City. Proud to call him a pal. Give it up, everybody, for Mr. Damian Lemon. How the hell are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm good. I appreciate that introduction. That was a beautiful thing. Uh, Glad to be here. Glad to chop it up with you, as always. Glad to get down with the, uh, what do you call your people? The festivities? What do you call them? <laughs> I don't even. They got a name? Uh, no, I just call them the listeners. Okay. That's all. Well, Pretty. The listeners. Shout out to the listeners. And yeah. Your listeners, you know. We're, we're going to talk season two of The Bear. Yeah, I think you're one of the few people that I know that everybody watches it, but you you like a lot of the shows just like me. You try to check out everything. Uh, but before that, the, the I think kind of like when you were on the Patreon, a couple people, quite a few people hit me up and they they liked our food uh, commentary. OK. And they they enjoyed that. Have you been anywhere recently that you liked? Like to uh, a spot? recently that i liked I know. Um, beekman's did you like it the pizza spot and yeah i went to beekman ale house out in sleepy hollow uh that shit was good that was really good i enjoyed it nice okay. little spot for um a good spot for they they got really good i guess what they call it bar pizza yeah, yeah. we're using the portnoy matrix yeah, they got bar pizza. And it's good. It's nice little thin crust. Uh, you could take it to the head if you're feeling savage. Or you yeah. could 
kind of show some restraint and half it and bring the rest of the crib and <laughs> warm it up in a saute pan. Uh, is really? that what you do? Is that like you don't you don't put it in the oven anymore, do you? Not when it's that thin. Not when okay. it's that thin. I just throw it in the um and then honestly, just if it's a regular slice, I'll throw it in the um in a little skillet, put the lid on it, medium heat for about six minutes. Okay. It's all the way through, it gets a nice, it's nice. Check that out. Um, but yeah, yeah so I went through there because I'd been hearing a whole lot about it. Shout out to my man Esteban, he put me on to it. And um, real chill, little kind of tavern bar slash thing. They got a good, uh, they got a good beer menu. It's a nice little, it's a nice little vibe. It's a nice little vibe. The pizza was good. I enjoyed it. I will definitely go again. Okay. Were there any record skips when you walked in? No. Okay, that's no, good. I don't remember any record skips. It was all, it was all love. That's all, good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been anywhere new. I did have pizza from this place that I've had a couple times here in Hackensack called Pizza Night, and it's Pizza K N I G H T. The last two times I've had a Detroit style pizza, and it was good. Um, I ate off that for a couple days. Okay, it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That so that, that's all. I haven't been in. I haven't been anywhere new lately. No. I went no. somewhere else. I can't think. It's not coming to me right now, but I do feel like I pulled up to somewhere else and it was good. If it comes to me, I'll I'll, I'll bring it up. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our favorite pizza spots that you put me on to, Kenchley's. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was um I was in the market for a car, which I I got. I resolved my car situation, only oh, into yeah. just being a, just being a, officially a broke boy by having to pay that note. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking that we were talking about pizza or something. I don't know how it came up, but another salesman came over to me. So you're a comedian? You're funny. We listen to you. We listen to your stuff. And I said, "Are you the guy that knows that you you don't like Kenchley's?" And he was like, "Well, I, I don't know." He was he was kind of hating, but he did. Wait, 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 wait. This is at the dealership. This is at the dealership. This is one of the guys that work at the dealership. Yeah, yeah. Because I was test driving the car. Uh-huh. And he, we the 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 sales salesman was a young guy and he was asking me about myself. We were just talking and stuff. And I was like, Yeah, you got he's not this is this far from you? I said, No, it's not far. I live in, in Hackensack. I was in Mawa. And I said, Yeah, I go to Kenchley's a lot. And he's like, Oh, you got to talk to so and so because he 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 has issues with them. I was like, Oh, I was like, okay. And then he actually came around and he was like, gave me a stomachache, you know. <laughs> he said he didn't really care for it that much but he gave me a he gave i i wasn't gonna argue with the guy because i was like i'm trying to get a car i ain't arguing with you i was like that shit is good but he told me he told me about this place uh shit i didn't know i was gonna bring that up that's all good i wrote i wrote the shit down but anyway he was telling me to, to about this place sonny and tony's he told okay. me about Sonny and Tony's, which is not far. Uh-huh. And then this place that I've seen in, I think it's, I think it's Ramsey or Mawa, but it's called uh, Rock Sands. And it's like right on the edge of, right on the border, like where you could cross over into Suffern. Uh-huh. And uh, I did see that place. And uh-huh. he, he mentioned that one was good too. Uh-huh. 
But I don't think he was. A, I I think he just wasn't a fan of like the tavern pie, like the bar pies, like we were just talking about. So, mm-hmm. so was- based off a of name alone, what was it? Sonny and Tony. Sonny and Tony's. Sonny and Tony versus Roxanne's. Yeah. Who do you think, just based off a of name only, who do you think got the better pizza? I mean, two against one, Sonny and Tony. You kind of gotta. Go. Why did it take two guys to make something that a woman could just do all by herself? I don't know. You know, just just by on based on names, uh-huh. woman would be more matron matronly. Maybe she would uh, take care of you, make sure you got fed. Uh-huh. It's a. I would I would maybe say Roxanne's. I'm leaning Roxanne's too. I don't see Roxanne being matronly though. I'm feeling like like she's a sexy. Yeah, old school used to go to CBGB's fish net with a pixie cut, you know. Oh, wow, okay, probably still smoking a cigarette, you Roxanne. know what I mean? Like, it's a thing, probably a little, a little jukebox situation in there. People know it, she tell a good joke, you know what I mean? I'm looking she at the, yeah, I'm looking at the website, they got an instant. Oh, yeah, they got. I did remember looking this place up. Oh, let me make sure I'm sharing. Uh, yeah, let me see what Roxanne's on. The oh, IG. This ain't what I expected. <laughs> this is this little. Uh, interesting. It's a good looking pie. Yeah, it's not bad. It looks all right. I ain't, it ain't what I expected. I thought it was going to be a little bit more dive bar. Dive bar. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 uh. I got to check it out. Well, I think, I think, um, my manager, my comedy manager, he uh, he lives not too far from there. Okay. He was saying that one of his friends said it was too expensive, but that doesn't mean anything. If it's good, it's good, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. I don't mind paying good money for food as long as it's good. Yeah. It's yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of food. Oh, before we get to that. Are there any like there are any TV shows or or films that you would recommend to everybody? You have any um, that you liked? What have I liked? I'm popping around watching a bunch of different things, trying to find a show. Yeah, trying to latch on to something. I'm I'm finishing up Poker Face. I still got to get into. It. How do you like it? I like it. It's fun. It's very like. Uh, Quincy, uh, old school Perry Mason type of shit. Not HBO Perry Mason. I thought HBO Perry Mason season two kind of ended flat. Okay. But it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of that type of vibe. Like, you know, solving murders and mysteries and things like that. A little, uh, a little like, uh, it don't take itself too seriously. It's kind of fun. They okay. hide little Easter eggs throughout the episode. So if you're paying attention, you feel like you're kind of playing along. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I watched, uh, I'm not all the way through it, but I've been watching I'm a Virgo. How is that? It's interesting. I got to re. I got to watch it more. Uh, I got to pay closer attention to it. I was watching the first episode alone and then I was watching, you know, a couple few with some, you know what I mean, company or whatever. So I wasn't really all the way in on it. Like, right, right. Um, 
It has great shots, but there's it's great shots. I like how it's I like how it's shot. I like the uh I like the weird tone of it. You know, Boots Riley gonna hit you with something weird. Yeah. I don't know if it the arc of it all, some parts of it. I'm like, well, what's going on here? What is the what are they trying to do? What's the what's the goal here? I'm still a little still a little lost on that. So I might have to double back and, and rewatch. I started this show called From everybody's raving about that one what do you think it's cool i only got maybe two episodes in i haven't been back but i I, it's it's pretty it's solid it's mgm plus what's that is that where you're watching it i watch it on amazon prime oh Mm -hmm. we can you can get that as an amazon prime person so far i believe season one maybe there's two seasons now but season one is still available um okay season one of that uh what else? I've been watching something else. I damn it, it it's it's eluding me right now. It'll it'll come back, but I've been watching something. Oh, you can wow. Yeah, I've been watching something else, and it was like, oh yeah, this is damn. I can't think of what it is. One of these shows, but nothing. Oh, nothing has got me like, oh shit, crazy. You know. Yeah. I'm uh, waiting for the Zazie Beats uh HBO show Full Circle and um the new season of True Detective. That I mean that's I I I'm excited about those two. Like the I didn't know they were, didn't know they were doing a season of True Detective. Who were the two detectives, you know? It's uh, I know Jody Foster um True Detective and the girl from that that um show that movie catch the fair one i don't know her name off the rip um mm. let me see oh Callie, Callie reese yeah i don't know who that is she's uh, in this boxing movie called catch the fair one i believe it's a cool name catch the yeah. Fair one. Uh, yeah she's a yeah. fighter wow she's playing alongside jody foster huh yep yep be interesting. It looks good. Yeah, check I'm it out. They got a trailer out already? Huh? There's a trailer out for True Detective already? Yeah, yeah. They HBO did like a drop. Uh and yeah, they got a two-minute trailer out. I'm about to check it out. Yeah, yeah. man. It's I'm excited about that. And then that show full circle. Uh-huh. That's what's that, that about? Oh, that's Daisy Beats. What's that about? Uh I'll find it. Uh, let me see, full circle. God, she's only 32. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, it's a Soderbergh joint. Oh, okay. Mini series. I think somebody gets killed. Mm-hmm. An investigation into a botched kidnapping uncovers long held secrets connecting multiple characters and oh, cultures. It's a good cast. Claire Dane, Jarrell Jerome, Dennis Quaid. It's not not that good. I auditioned for it, didn't book it. So, oh, that show ain't shit. Bitter. Shit ain't shit. So, no. no. Bullshit ass show. I'm going to be watching that shit as soon as that shit drops. Oh, I'm not a bitter, bitter guy. It's it's the fucking business. It's the business. It's how it goes. Um, All right. So, those those are some things. I got to get into Poker Face. I got to get into, uh, Hijack that Idris Elba joint. Yeah, I heard it's pretty good. That's on yeah. Apple TV, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to see that one. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's get into the bear. Let's let's talk season two of the bear. 
Okay. Um, I thought this was a really good season. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, I know I remember seeing it early on and just being really impressed by it. Like, uh, I thought like I was going to try to savor this like a fine wine. And I was like, I'll just, I'll save it till after the holiday. This was going to, this, this week was going to be the time where I watched it. Like maybe this weekend. Yeah. And then I said, mm, wh- who am I kidding? I'm, I'm watching this shit. I couldn't yeah. stop. I, I couldn't stop. Um, what are you, give, give me your overall thoughts on the show. Like as how you felt when you watched season one and then going into season two, like, just tell me how you felt about it. What are your overall thoughts on this one? Season one of the bear. Uh, I had no expectations. Didn't know what it was. Uh, I'm not even sure how I got put on to it. If I was put on to it or if I just like discovered it myself, but, uh, I was like, okay, I'm fucking with it. It's interesting. You know, uh, I appreciated, um, the chaotic energy of the, I guess the restaurant business, the short order cook kind of vibe. Um, This dude used to work at Noma. You know, that shit, that's kind of fly. The, uh, what's my girl's name? Io? Io, yeah. Yeah, Io, I enjoyed her. I enjoyed my man from Odd Future. He's fucking man. Yeah, Lionel Boyce. Um, Cool to see old Maddie Matheson. He wasn't as because Maddie could go, he could get annoying fast. And I think <laughs> they they did it right where he was he he was he was ranked in a good amount. Uh you know, I like the entire cast. My man that played Richie, he was good in the way that, you know, he could be a dickhead. I thought it was well casted. I'll say that overall. It felt yeah, it felt real. It felt, you know, uh, grounded in something. It was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a good story. Pulled you in, you know. I felt invested in, in the, uh, in the operation. And what was the name of that shit? The beef. The I was beef. invested in the beef. You know, they they did some cool things, some interesting techniques and stuff like that. It has some interesting. I haven't watched the first season since I watched the first season, so it's a while. Right. But I do remember, like, just. They were really good about uh, leveraging the frantic nature of it. It's funny because yeah. I suggested it to somebody and they were like, yeah, I don't really like it. It's too, a little too chaotic for me. And I was like, huh? Because I hadn't seen it. I was recommending them. I was recommending it to them uh, based on the fact that season two had dropped. So when I watched the first episode of season two, I definitely was snapped back to exactly how chaotic that shit could be. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I had to turn it off because I was going to watch it on my way. Like, it was one of those, like, let me turn this on before I go to bed type of thing. And I was oh, like, you can't do that with this one. Yeah. Nah, this ain't the move for that. This ain't that. So uh, I was like, yeah, I got to double back. And uh, this season, it was good. First episode, I was like, hey, I was caught on the fence. I was like, what they doing here? Is it going to be. Is it? Is, are they going to just kind of retrace their steps, or we go somewhere different? And then, as it played out a little further, I realized I enjoyed it. This was the um, we got some money, mm-hmm. and we got some critical acclaim season, so we're going to do some stunt casting, you know. And I think it was it was well served, and uh, 
Yeah, it was good overall. It was good overall. I, again, I felt myself invested. I like that they explored the characters' storylines a little better. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I felt like it could be a little heavy-handed at points. Give me some examples. Um, just, just like they, you know, they tr- like. Um, It's funny. I'm trying to think of like what was heavy handed. It was just okay. My man, my man. What's my man's name? Lionel. His, yeah. his mom's or his grandmother. That was his mom's. His mom's being sick. That kind of was just like for context. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know if she made it or she didn't make it. It was just like shit is real with my man who make pictures. <laughs> Shit is real. It's not a game for this motherfucker. But he about to go all the way across the world to live on a boat. And uh, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, and it's like, I I get it. I you know what I mean, whatever. Um, I just felt like there were certain things that again, this is the thing about the bear, because when you asked me to do it, I almost was like, ah, eh, I'm good on it. Because <laughs> as soon as I finished it. I was finished with it. Like, it didn't... It's not sitting with me. I watched the three. I think season one may have hit me a little harder because it was unexpected. I had no expectations. Not to say that I had the grandest expectations, but I was excited about season two. It was not a bad season, but I'm cool with it. The biggest standout for me was... The Christmas episode of mm-hmm. Seven Fishes episode. Yeah, that was fire. I didn't even realize that that was um, what's my what's homegirl's name? From? Jamie Lee Curtis. I didn't even realize it was Jamie Lee Curtis until maybe 10, 15 minutes into the to the show. I said, "Oh shit!" That's a good yeah. testament to for an actor if you ain't no. yeah, that she's big too. Killing. Yeah, she's killing it. She's she's on her shit. Uh, yeah, she was good. Seen the old John Mulaney cameo. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. It was good parts to it. I thought that uh, I thought that they tried to do a lot in this season. Like, and I don't know if, you know, I guess they set it up. It kind of ended up on a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm saying on a certain level, a lot of stuff was left unresolved. You know, uh, the Claire and Carm thing was... Again, that felt a little heavy. It felt like they were trying to do a lot. They were trying to do yeah. things. She didn't need to go be back there at the end. Spoilers for the fucking show. That's you know how yeah. we do. You know how we do. She didn't need to go back there, but I get it. I just yeah. and I thought it was kind of like, uh, oh, that's what I um that's what I was watching real fast. Just a quick aside, and sure. we'll we'll get right back to the bed. That's sure. what. I finished the idol. And okay. That last episode was terrible. I mean, it was just yeah. the writing was horrible on that last episode. I was with them. It just felt like they really had to finish shit up real fast, quick, fast, in a hurry. Yeah. And it kind of was man. But well, anyway, back to the band. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'm all you over. Mentioned, you mentioned it, and we do tangents on this show. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. I knew there was a problem when they said Amy Simons was had left. Uh huh. Amy Simons worked. She's a really talented actress. She worked on Atlanta. 
she's done some um let me just i just want to give get her her credentials so i can get them right she's just somebody that i just like i fuck with um uh she she she's got a a, a really solid pedigree and when somebody of her caliber leaves a show and it ends up not being and when i found out i should i should find it and send it to you but i found out like oh she left and uh the weekend got mad because it was becoming more about the girl the the what's her name what's the character's name uh Jocelyn Jocelyn then the weekend i was like oh well you're a dick now you i mean you know like it's like this is this isn't like this isn't when you have somebody like her leave it's like okay yeah this is probably going to be fucked up she she worked on Atlanta she's directed an episode the girlfriend experience really talented actress she did this movie in 2013 who was her partner at the time this movie called Upstream Color in 2013 she's just a talented actress and Which writer was the director and, though and she director, was an on the show okay and yeah. director also uh-huh. so when I found that out, I was like, oh, well, because I thought The weekend was good. Like, his acting was good. Mm-hmm. He was solid. But yeah. I thought, like, okay, but it's supposed to be about, about the Jocelyn character. So when you try to make everything about you, then that's going to be a problem. And the fact that she ends up with him, spoilers for the idol, it's fucking weird. It just, it's not, it didn't go anywhere. I thought they kind of had me on... What was it, episode four, when you kind of, there's this revelation that she's yeah, kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. a, a boss bitch, and is she playing Tedros? So, right. like, oh, where are you going to go with this? Then you just end up getting back with him. Yeah. Fucking weird. That's my biggest critique about the whole thing. Like, it was a little, it was a little over the top. Remind me of nine and a half weeks, right? Mm. It was very, like... 80s mellow drunk, like real, really going again, heavy handed with the uh, the sex and you know, yeah, break this woman down type of thing just to build her up and all of this other shit. And I wasn't mad at the weekend's performance, no, I wasn't even, um, but I felt like. Well, one, I thought the shit was going to be 10 episodes. I didn't even know it was supposed to go, only going to be five episodes or allegedly six Supposed episodes. to be six, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that going in. So I was saying, probably about three episodes in, I was like, this shit is cool, but it's very one note. Because mm. if she's just going to be, like, you know, unaware and just getting, you know, manipulated throughout the whole shit, that ain't no fun. At some point, I'm thinking, you know, you're a superstar you got all you're at this level you know what i mean you've been in the game for however long i would imagine you got some type of savvy about you i imagine you have some type of agency about you there should be something that's gonna show that nah this ain't what you think it is right i got that in the fourth episode i was like okay here we go shit tables about to turn it's gonna get interesting and then when the credits read on the fourth episode, they were like, in the finale. I was like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Definitely not going to be enough time to service the whole, you know, uh, redemption of Jocelyn storyline. And mm. it was just like they truncated everything and like 
the lines that they were throwing around, which felt real lazy. It just felt like, you know, when you write in a, an essay and you got like a word count. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? That last paragraph is just all in all, it is just real nasty. Yeah. It had a lot of that type of vibe. It's too. in 14 font and courier new. Double space. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah, man. It's it's weird because it's like you find out she's Kaiser Sose in episode four. Right. And then you, there's nowhere else to go. You think it's going to flip and things should flip. And then they add uh, that like epilogue and it's like, well, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. That little, yeah, that little twist at the end. That shit. I don't even understand what that was for. Who was that to, was that to appease the weekend? Cause that was weird as hell. It didn't make any sense. It looked, it undermined the entire shit. But it's just, uh, yeah, it's not being self-aware. It's like, I'm a big music star. Right. You, if you want to be an actor, sometimes you're going to have to play the low status. Sometimes you're going to have to lose. But if you're going to just be like, oh, I can't lose because I'm the weekend. Instead of just saying, I'm Tedros. I'm mm-hmm. taking this L for the good of the script, for the good of the, the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't have low status at all. I have to be, I have to be the winner. So then it's yeah. not, you're not real. Are you really playing the game? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he really playing the game. I think he was more so using it as a entree, and you know, it was a, oh, that's true. That could a be vanity true. project on a certain level. Yeah, that's Especially a good way to look at it. Yeah, I... He's peeing it. You know what I mean? Like he's, you know, like he's not just taking a script. He's no, I'm saying it's his project, but there, there's a lot of people that make their own vanity projects and that they don't, right? They don't quote unquote have to win. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. I see what yeah. you're saying. I see what you're saying. I, yeah. I, totally under, I see both sides of it. Like, he could, you know, that would be the, uh, I guess, the humble artistic way about doing it. I think he was like, nah, I need yeah. some shit. Because yeah. I thought he was good. Yeah, he was better than I expected him to be. Yeah. I, I don't know that much about him, you know, but, like, I, you know, I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I just, you know, and I could hate on him because he dated Selena Gomez, so... This mm-hmm. is me being like honest, like you know, he was good. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the bear, you said you could, you could basically. It was just like you liked it. It was just kind of like, I'm done now that it's done. It's done. Yeah, it didn't linger. Like it's yeah. not. It's not. Maybe it's me. Maybe I got long COVID. Maybe I got brain fog. Long COVID. <laughs> Just because you didn't like it as much as everybody else doesn't mean it's... No, what I'm saying is, not even that, it's just like, I don't even remember much of it, and I literally watched the shit last week. So that's my point, is like, the shit is so foggy to me. Yeah. Uh, It was fine. It was fine. It was like, uh, outside of the Seven Fishes episode, there were a couple episodes where I was invested, at least in the moment. Sure. In the moment, I was like, all right. I think calm. I think certain shit kind of got annoying. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Carmi character to me, it was like, all right, we got it. Like, what's going on? Are you just? Is this all you do? Is you self sabotage? Is that yeah. what it is? Are you just so you're, you're you're like your mom's? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you, you can't have any peace. You can't even when shit is going great. You can't. Uh, you can't be present in it. Like it's always you ready for the the shooter drop, which I understand. I feel that way too. Like, yeah, 
I'm, yeah. and you 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 took the words right out of my out of my mouth like waiting for the shoe to waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah, yeah. it was just like all right so that's kind of whatever uh i yo i was happy for sydney i was happy for sydney as a character i was happy for, i was like i like the little arc on richie uh yeah. my man marcus's arc i thought it was cool when he went over to uh I don't know if that was supposed to be Noma, but when he went over there and he he kind of Copenhagen, yeah, he went to Copenhagen because that's where Noma is. When he went to Copenhagen, and uh, you know, got his shit off. I it was cool. I enjoyed it. I like that one scene where him and the other pastry chef, where he was like, it was a nice little nice little gem where he was like, "Look, I stopped trying to be the best because." Yeah. I- Always was the best. And I got next to this one guy who was so much better than me that I could. It was just ridiculous. I could never get on his level. And just by trying to keep up with him, I got better than I ever imagined I could be. I like that was a cool little gem. That was my favorite episode. And because of that scene, too, Uh like uh that Will Poulter. Did you did you know off the rip that that he was talking about Carmi? Uh, no, I didn't know off the rip that he was talking about Carmi, but I saw when they had the little photo at the end. Yeah. It made sense. So yeah, yeah, I guess that was Noma. Cause I um, didn't know. I I didn't know. I didn't know that. No, they kind of, I guess they did a good job of like, you know, burying the lead on that or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's another, it's just like, that's what kind of is a little frustrated about the whole thing. It's like, everybody is fucking filleting Carmi. <laughs> but Carmi still doesn't believe in him. Yeah, he's still flawed. That, <laughs> I was thinking about I was thinking about him, and I it made me think about like because I, I re I watched the um I went I was gonna lead to a, a question I want to ask to see if your thoughts on this. Uh-huh. I rewatched the finale of season one, uh-huh. and I really my favorite my favorite fucking scene probably in the whole series uh-huh. is is uh sydney and marcus when she makes him dinner uh and they're just they're just kicking it they're just talking and you think it's probably like a budding romance um Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how what do you do what when you when you you what you grate the lemon over a meal what is that called i forget what they zesting zesting lemon yes yes Uh thank god you knew that that's why you're one of the smartest guys i know man Uh, like where she was she was talking about how like i had this one chef that would just make i would zest all all that's all i did right and it kind of reminded me of like the karate kid like you just do this one thing and you just you just and then it just becomes second nature you do it so much one of the things that attracts me to a show like this and and the idol uh-huh. It's kind of like this this thing where it's like your work, you are work, and and it gets thrown around so much that it just it becomes cliche and it's fucking bullshit. It's it's not bullshit, but it just becomes word salad when you talk about working on your craft right. and like like you really trying to hone your craft and you and you do these things that are mundane in a lot of ways. But then that just, when you do it so much, it becomes second nature. And that's how you get really good. Mm-hmm. And then she was just the way that that IO performed that scene and Marcus and 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 what's what's the brother's name? Lionel. Uh, what what is it? 
Lionel. Lionel. Mm-hmm. It was just a. I thought that was a beautiful fucking scene. Um, and the thing with, do you think? I this is this is one part of the question. Do you think there's a love triangle between Carmi and and uh, Sydney and and Marcus? Uh, a love triangle. I've seen people say that online, and I don't know about. I don't know how. I've, I don't. I don't agree. I thought. I thought like Marcus and and Sydney are into each other, mm-hmm. but she so turned love, them down. A love triangle means that they all love each other. Not Is- that they all love each other, but it's just like one person. Like Sydney probably likes Carm. Got you. Uh, I don't know. I know there was that moment in this set, this last season where I want to say it was the either the last episode, or the second or last episode, where Marcus. I guess tried to make a play for Sydney. Yeah. And she kind of like waved it off. And I don't don't think in a way where she dismissed him, but I don't think she just wanted to take anything on her plate. And I don't think she even seen it coming kind of. Yeah. And then the next thing you see her under the table and they're screwing the thing. Sydney and Marcus. I mean, Sydney and, um, and Carmi. And I felt like I found myself saying, "Man, I hope they don't fuck around." And I, me it, too. It just it, it's lazy. Yeah. It's expected. I think she has more of, if anything, maybe an infatuation, but definitely like a uh, professional crush on him. Yeah, in the right. way of what he's accomplished, he's got a Michelin star or three Michelin. You know what I mean? Like he's. He's been to the mountaintop and she really wants to be there. So I think yeah. she, she longs to have the career that he has. And I think that she's like really enamored by who he is. And she's probably yeah. overwhelmed by the proximity that they have. Right. And um, But I don't think it's anything deeper than that. Um, it's interesting because I don't, you know, maybe they'll explore that in season three, but it just feels like. You haven't really seen Sydney engage in love, right? Yeah. Like, you see her peripherally. I think she kind of, you know, she was the one to be like, "Is that your? Is that your girlfriend, or is that a girl that's a friend?" You yeah, I mean? so right. Like she's got some awareness about it, but you haven't seen her like uh, have any type of romantic. Uh, situations yet so that should be interesting i hope that they do something for um but yeah and i and quietly i was even with the marcus and city even though i would be rooting for them i was kind of like almost like because they both black yeah a little lazy too but i ain't gonna lie i'm like all right man i'm not mad at the black people being in love with black people yeah i love that scene that was such a beautiful fucking scene yeah, in the finale, but like I, because I, I would, I can relate to Carmi, Carmi in a lot of ways where I feel like I'm more troubled than I let on. I mean, I'm trying not to be, you know, uh, you're always thinking about your craft or your work and all that stuff, and then like, oh, a woman comes along, his version of like his manic pixie dream girl, where he's like, uh the homie in whiplash where you get presented with this girl woman that could be a part of your life and you just play her to the left 
Mm-hmm. Because you you don't open yourself up because you just care so much about your your work. Yeah. And it's and it's clearly unhealthy, which is what which is what he's, you know, doing. And he never had any friends or never really had any like girlfriend or and shit like that. So he's got to he can't just be. I'm hoping if they do a season three, he can't just be that troubled. He's got to open up more. Because it's it's shown that he is great at his work because he's improved his crew. Right. And he's inspired them. So now he's got to kind of pull back a little bit Uh and then smell the roses, I'd say. Yeah. You know what I think, too? Um, Yeah, I think uh, hopefully they do something like that with him. Because if not, he's after a while, I'm just going to get tired of him. Yeah. I'm not going to have any real sympathy for him. Right. Um, I feel like to keep uh, the old uh, cooking analogy, I mm. feel like a lot of the characters were undercooked. Mm, and, really? And, okay. Yeah, uh, some of them. Some I, of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the Claire character. Which I character? Claire. I think she was a little under. She just served as like, um, you know, like just a device. A, yeah, device basically. Okay. She's a she's a fucking doctor. And yeah. she got all this time on her hands to just wait around for this motherfucker. Like she don't <laughs> ever look busy. An she ER doctor at that. Yeah, she's an ER, a word at that. An ER yeah. doctor in Chicago. Right. You know what I'm so I'm like, yo, come on, my like they gotta what do about little, Chicago? Right. They gotta do a little something more with her. Yeah. Um, I even think the Maddie Matheson character could be fleshed out. I already told you the Marcus character, like the whole dying mom's. In the yeah. background, after a while, that shit just faded out. We don't know what's going on with that. Well, his phone went off while he. he, he oh right, the phone. um, right, 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 right. The uh, the aide, the home t- home attendant was like, "Yo, yo, yo." So I, so we'll see what happened. Yeah. Um. So there's that. I liked, you know, some of these people are like used as devices. Like I like yeah. Uncle Jimmy, right? Because Uncle Jimmy's yeah. the guy that's like. He don't really bullshit. She's gonna keep it one hundred. He's gonna hit you with a nice little fucking parable when that ne- when necessary. Then mm-hmm. that was interesting. They they do so much about the Michael character, but it's still like I feel like they scratch the surface with a lot of these people. They scratch the surface. They even scratch the surface with the moms. What's going on yeah. with the mom? Why is she? What's why is she? What's what's the deal? You yeah. know what I mean? What happened with the pops? Did he die? Is he around? Yeah. You know what I mean? What was that? What? Okay, so I guess my I know Mikey killed himself, and we could see that they kind of painted him as somebody that seemed to be somebody that was uh looked at as a bit of a I won't say a loser, but somebody that was like a jack of all trades, master of none type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just a lot of these people were just kind of garnish. You know, mm. it's really it's more about Carmi, it's more about Sydney. They gave Richie a little bit of shine, a little bit more shine. Uh the sister, uh, what's her name? Nat. Was it Nat? The sister. Nat, yeah. Got a little bit of she got a little bit of shine. Marcus got a little bit of shine. Uh oh, you know who I did like? And even oh, and even that. What I did like is I did like that they got a little bit. Again, like I say, it's undercooked. They get a little bit and then they fall away. But I liked what they did with Tina because I like Tina as an as a character and I like the woman yeah. that 
Tina as an actress. Yeah. Um, you know, I like that they kind of, they like show, they show just a little bit of what could happen with these people. Like Tina was at the karaoke shit. Yeah. Very, you know, from season one, she's very standoffish. Yes. Very yeah. Now she's kind of coming alive, putting herself into places where she's uncomfortable and vulnerable. And then she goes to the karaoke mic unprompted it wasn't a like go go wasn't that cliche go ahead she just unprompted had a little beer and then i asked to sing yeah a little bit hold the note whatever whatever my man that was down with tina what's my man's name um the older black dude uh where is he you know his whole Is is it sweeps no is that the young the young black guy uh, uh, hold on, let me let me guy. go to the, the young black guy. The young black guy that just he's he's oh that's working in the um that's kind of working in like concierge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, 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 right. 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 Yeah. He ain't got no real. Edwin yeah. Lee Gibb Ibrahim. Yeah, Ibrahim. Yeah, like he just so left he, and came yeah, back. He just left and like so scared of change. On? Yeah. What's going on with him? He's scared of change, but is. Is that it? Like, mm-hmm. is there everything? Because they brought him back a little bit. Like, he was going to be working in the little the drive-through. Yeah, comes back. You know, what I'm saying it's like, all right, man. What's a very a very large ensemble, but yeah, it's yeah. centered around like uh, three. It's the- Carmi and Sydney, and a little bit of Richie. Richie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I like the way they work together. I mean, I mean, it. it I think it's almost even a testament to how good everybody is. That you want to see more of them, right? Um, I look at it that way, but I I really like that Sydney gets gets some shine. Yeah, I, I really like Io. I think I think she's good. Uh huh. It's good to see kind of like those. I mean, what do we have like Issa Ray and then her? We to be kind of like kind of like awkward. Not necessarily. I'm awkward, but it's just like just a interesting black woman trying to. Uh, like that, the episode where she was going to all those restaurants, I, I didn't like realize that. it until after I saw it. Which which episode was that? That was was that the second or third? Yeah, uh, I but I like that one too. I just liked it's like like those designs that she she was seeing that in her head. Did you realize? I I felt like was that what was your take on that when she was seeing like all these designs and stuff and you know where Car- she's supposed to go with Carmi to like try all these restaurants but she ends up going by herself uh-huh i think it's is it sunday is that the one yeah i think so something like that yeah like it was all these like interstitial shots yeah and I, I felt like that was her like imagination kind of going off was that what it was? i thought that was just her out there doing research there was some there was a couple of scenes i could be wrong i need to rewatch. but i i, I felt i felt like it was like her like thinking of some of these designs yeah. in her head. What it also showed me though was she got some juice in the game. She yeah. might be a Michelin star chef or whatever, but like in the Chicago area, they know her. Yeah, she got some respect amongst her peers. Yeah, you know I mean? she could pop in and and get that access, and they'll fix her a plate, and they'll you know kind of yeah. chop up game whatever and all of that. You know what I mean? And and yeah. the genuinely interested in what she got going on next that kind of it kind of uh put her in a different perspective yeah 
you know, you just kind of how it was told before was just somebody that fell short. You right. know, like they didn't really yield anything in the process of the failure. But mm-hmm. it was just like, nah, she was out there. She probably was employing certain people like she she's she knows the game like her aspirations are founded in. It's legitimately felt like she's not out of her depth. You right. Right. Oh, yeah, it was cool. And on a super side note, I do or related note, I did and I do appreciate Robert Townsend as the pops. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you know of course. Shy town legend. You she, know, she said yeah. that that's who she wanted. Her dream would be to get him to play her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Played and the, cool. and the yeah. fact that he, he was supportive. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, you can still get that job at uh, over at whatever, you know. Uh huh. But but he's like, he was there for, her, and that that's real. And you know, you know, it's it's good to see it. And that that wasn't over the top for me. He would the fact that right. he was just there, and, right. then, and then he's like, and then he saw her. He saw her throw up at the end, right? He saw that. Then, yeah, yeah, he walked up on her throwing up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I could just relate because. It's just like this. It's it's what we do as artists. But like, I just appreciate that shit. What it what it takes. It's like you taking your craft seriously. So the the people, the patrons do not have to. You know what I mean? It's like you not necessarily you're you're like toiling away at making these jokes or working on a script to make it palatable for an audience to make it acceptable or good or up to your standards but it's like it just seemed like for for quite some time it's always been like not always but you see people that try to act like they don't give a shit i don't care whatever happens happens but these motherfuckers are like yo we need to make this work we gotta get we gotta make this shit good right not just because of the acclaim but because my name is on it. This is my restaurant. Everybody right. felt was invested in the bear. Right. So they got this training. You know, they sent, sent people away and they, you know, learn their craft and learn more about themselves uh, in turn. The, you know, everybody goes to the uh, Forks episode where, yeah, you're doing this routine of like, you know, cleaning the Forks. But it's like, we give a fuck. These people yeah. wait. These people wait for months and maybe even years to work at this to go to this restaurant it's got to it mean it means something Mm -hmm. and it's like i always say on the podcast where it's just like doing things for its intrinsic value yes we want to get paid yes we want to be able to feed ourselves our family with the shit that we love to do but we like doing this shit when you first started doing it i don't think i don't know but you speak speak to this like when you first started doing stand-up were you looking like, oh, I gotta get, I'm gonna get the the nice whips, the the fame, the stardom, or were you looking at? I really like making motherfuckers laugh. I want to do that. I think the ultimate, the first desire was to make people laugh, to be funny. You know, yeah. what I mean? like to just to be funny. I'm not gonna front. I ain't gonna lie. I do want some of the spoils of this bitch. Oh hell yeah! Of course. You know, fucking Rockefeller and no limit and cash money and yeah, there's some capitalism in me. But I will say this, of course, like I love this shit, right? Yeah. And I want to I have a a standard for what it is. 
I don't want to, I don't want to do whack shit. I don't yeah. want to do shit that's uninspired just for the bag. I don't want to do shit just for the look. If I don't feel it, right? right. I want to I be connected to everything that I do. Now, what I also realized, and this probably came on later on as I got further in my career, I think there is this um, romance of the tortured artist. Right. The pure talent, the, you know what I mean? Like the poverty of <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Like that sure. just becomes the thing. And, or, you know, I don't believe in that. <laughs> I don't believe I don't in either. that at all. Yeah. Like, I'm like, and it's not even about the bread. It's about like, don't kill yourself, right? Because there's this thing of, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah, you want to make sure that everything on the stage or on the plate is as great as it could be because you want that person in the audience or in the in the dining room to have an experience like that, like none other, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like that experience is harmonious. And I think if I'm not feeling this shit, it's going to be hard for me to like really give it what I like, put the love in this motherfucker. Like yeah. we both only got one life to live. The diner, the audience member, the, the chef and the performer. This is all our one trip around, at least as far as I know. So it's like, if this is what I chose to do, I want to love that shit too. I want to be in the moment. I want to enjoy it just as much as I'm connected to it and just as much as I'm driven to it. That's one of the things that I did appreciate about the um the scene about being the best. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think people could put so much pressure on themselves to, I was just talking to a friend of mine and it was just like, you know, I just want shit to be perfect. And I was yeah. like, there's no such thing as perfect. Even everybody that you looked up to, they were imperfect. Right. And like, and honestly, a lot of your legacy is not, it's beyond your control anyway. And most of the times you ain't, you ain't really going, people ain't going to really talk about you, talk about you until you're gone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So do what you do. Be present in the moment. Love this shit. Be connected to it. Give it your best. Don't phone shit in. Give it your best and try to find some fun. Be in the moment with like, enjoy that shit as you do it. And I think that should go so much further because just like, you know, the end product, whether it's the performance or the meal, I think there's the other part of it is like the byproduct of it is it's like, I could feel like, you know how they say cooking with love? Yeah. Or, yo, they look like they were having fun up there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And not even just in on stage, just in the life. Right. You know what I mean? When you see this person in the world, how are they living? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they do they do they look like they enjoying life? Do they look like they thrive? Do they look like, you know, the love is being received? Yeah, I want all of that shit. That's how I look at this shit. You know, so yeah. yeah. That's yeah. real. That's real shit. Every time you're on, you drop gems, man. Uh it's true. It's true. It's like I remember I was thinking about this today because I knew we were going to be talking. I used to do I was when I was when I was doing theater in Chicago, mm -hmm. there's this one actress 
we you know sometimes we'd be eating or something uh before the show or whatever and she would eat something she's like there's a lot of jesus in this sandwich mm-hmm. meaning that it was like good like mm-hmm. they, they put there was love made in that you know it was love right. in that joint right. and i and and that's what you know is what we try to do as comics is what it, i feel like it's it's parallel to what these characters are trying to do in the bear um i felt like i felt that on stage on friday night like um I was doing a show in Newark on Friday and it was stuff that like I was talking stuff that you and I like conversations that we had off mic about like relationships and dating. And I was just like, I got to process, I got to try to process this shit that happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to talk about it on stage. I didn't, you know, I had it mapped out in my brain, but it went and went well. Is there work to be done on it? Of course. But it was just like, Oh, that shit felt fucking good. Right. There were some things that I said that I was like, oh, I probably I could have I should have took a little something off of that fastball. But but in the moment, that's that is what happened. And I was just like that. That's kind of like a a visceral thing that I felt. And right. it the laugh was pretty hard. It was like a hard laugh, too. And I was like, right. oh, that I like that. But I don't I think there's need to be. I think I should take something off that fastball. But. Overall, it was like I just had a good time connecting with these people that right. I didn't that I didn't even know, you know. Right. Right. So it's like I really it was like, what is common saying? I appreciate this moment in time. Right. Ball players and actors be knowing my rhymes. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's you have to be in the moment, and it's so hard. It's easy to say, but it is it is hard to really be lucid in those in those uh moments that you're up there and that you're doing what you what you Mm. love doing um yeah i i really enjoyed this one um it's just something that's kind of fascinating to me about the behind the scenes of a production which Mm -hmm. is why i hesitant to shit so hard on the idol Cause I understand what they were doing, but then in a way they kind of, it kind of ate itself up. What is like the snake, the Ouroboros thing, the snake eating itself mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, we're a satire. But then outside of it, the creative team was being weird and it became something else that it, it became more of a joke than it was intended to be. Um, but yeah. the bear I thought was, I thought was really, was really good. And I think they did give us a little more prestige. They got they gave them two more episodes. We had the the cast that that did fit in well. Even you could say the stunt casting, but they they felt lived in, you know. And I like I like the way that was shot too. It was frenetic, like the episode. You know, what was it? Episode seven of uh, was that episode six or seven of uh, season one where there was that one shot that everybody really liked. I did like it too, but. I yeah, forget which one I, that was. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I, I forget. Was that the one where the um the orders just keep coming up, keep coming? Yeah, up? yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. watched uh, again. Like I said, I haven't watched the first season since I since I first watched it. Same. Uh, yeah, but this has been great, man. Is there anything else you you want to say about the show or? Uh no. Got anything? It's all good. You got you got anything to plug? Where are you gonna be? Uh not at the moment. I might have something developing uh really soon. Cool. I would say follow me on socials, D Lemon Comedy, pretty much everywhere. 
and you know, in the conversation drops every Wednesday, me and my man Ali Muhammad. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Yes, sir. Um, I'll be in Atlantic City in August at the Borgata. Oh shit. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And um, if somebody books me in between, the- oh, I think I'm. Yeah, I'll be, and I'll be in Staten Island in late late July, and somewhere, and then Brooklyn in a week or two. I'll post it. Follow okay. me on Threads and all that shit, folks. Mm-hmm. Are you on there yet? I have not transferred over to Threads. I, I probably will. Um, yeah. My hesitation, and it's kind of it's looking flimsier and flimsier. But you know, they saying that. You know, you can't delete threads. You could deactivate it. You can't delete it without deleting your Instagram. Oh. And I want them to kind of get that shit together. Even yeah. though, I mean, fuck, Instagram is already part of Facebook. But if you delete right. your Instagram, you don't have to delete your Facebook. Nothing. Okay. Whatever. So that's that's one of my thing. And I'm not really like that amp to run over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear, I see it. I'm, I don't have uh, social media FOMO like that anymore. I'll get yeah, over I don't need, I'll I'm get getting over. tired of it. Yeah, yeah. I get over there. It'll be there. It'll yeah. be there. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the great Damian Lemon. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time. Take it easy, everybody.